Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. 23 states now protect children from transgender mutilations. The latest is Ohio. 11 pro-life protesters are guilty of saving babies. And a school turns a girl into a boy without mom's consent. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. 23 states now have legal protections for children against transgender mutilation surgeries. The latest is Ohio, and Washington Stand reports, the bellwether state of Ohio has become the 23rd state to protect children from transgender injections of hormones that sterilize you and surgeries that mutilate your body, and the 24th state to safeguard fairness and privacy in women's sports. You know, preventing boys from competing in girls' sports or accessing girls' locker rooms. State lawmakers have voted overwhelmingly in Ohio to override the Republican governor's veto, but now it's state law anyway. Oh, that angered the Democrat opponents who claimed that Martin Luther King Jr would have supported transgender surgeries for kids, and Jesus Christ would have supported transgender surgeries for kids. The arguments were breathtaking as a transgender activist actually changed the words of a Christian hymn to support transgender surgeries. And liberals likened withholding permanently sterilizing hormone therapy from children, withholding that from children, he compared that to putting children in Japanese internment camps during World War II. All of those nonsense arguments were ignored by the mostly Republican legislators of the Ohio State Senate who voted 24 to eight last Wednesday to reverse the veto of Governor Mike DeWine who had liked parts of it, didn't like parts of it. Well, now all of it is law. The bill was HB 68. <clears throat> The bill, which combines the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act with the Save Women Sports Act, now bans in Ohio state law the use of puberty blockers for kids, cross-sex hormone injections for kids, which could be permanently sterilizing, and gender mutilation surgeries for anyone under the age of 18. You can still get it when you're 19 or 20, but not when you're 17. The law now also prohibits men from competing against women in sports under age 18. It prevents the courts from denying or limiting custody of a parent. Like a Christian parent can't be denied based on their refusal to affirm the child's transgender identity and refuses to fund minors' transgender procedures through Medicaid. 
So taxpayers won't be on the hook for funding mutilation surgeries of minors. As if that was even contemplated. Well, it was happening, but now it won't. The Ohio State House of Representatives a couple of weeks ago also overrode the veto on January 10th by a 65 to 27 margin. Supermajority now is protecting kids in Ohio. Four votes more than when the House first passed the bill back in December. So the popularity is increasing because your phone calls to your legislators were also increasing. The bill becomes state law after 90 days. The governor can no longer veto it. Tony Perkins, our friend and past guest on this show with Family Research Council said the following, quote, given that now five legislatures, that's in five different states, have overridden gubernatorial vetoes of legislation, protecting minors from transgender activists pushing experimental drugs and surgeries, any governor who vetoes these kind of safe act types laws is either politically tone deaf or being influenced by those who profit from this morally devastating but financially lucrative industry, end quote. Turns out a lot of the hospitals that were profiting from these surgeries were also donating to the Governor Mike DeWine campaign. Is that why he vetoed? Well, maybe not, but now it doesn't matter. His veto was overridden. In other states, supermajorities of state legislators have voted to override Democrat governors' vetoes of these kinds of child protection bills in other states, including Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, and North Carolina, just last year in 2023. Now, Arkansas lawmakers have also enacted their first SAFE Act over the veto of then-Governor Asa Hutchinson. That's the news. Our thanks to Washington Stan for that report and Tony Perkins. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. You know, I, uh, who's that comedian? Uh, uh, Jeff Foxworthy, right? He says, uh, you might be a redneck if, and I, I'm not casting any aspersions against people based on the color of their neck. I'm not doing that. But, but, but you might be a liberal if you want to mutilate children. You might be a Democrat if you want to give them cross-sex hormone treatment. You might be, I don't know, a, a child mutilator? Is that, is that stretching it too much? I mean, that's actually what they're doing? And if you're a child who is calling for this kind of surgery to be done on yourself, you might be filled with a demon or influenced by a demon of self-hatred. You might be listening to a demon that says, doubt, doubt the gender that God made you to be, hate the gender that God made you, mutilate the gender that God made you to be, and kill the person that God made you to be. No, don't listen to the devil. Listen to the Holy Spirit who loves you and wants to affirm you in the gender that God created you to be so you can grow up to be the boy or the girl that God made you into man or woman. Male and female, he made them. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 23, he that is wounded in the stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name 
that you, the King of Kings, will help affirm and, and clarify the mental confusion. Father, we pray your Holy Spirit convicts them to repent of sin, the sin of self-doubt, self-hatred, self-cutting, self-murder. Father, we pray instead that these children will begin to affirm their own God-given identity and they will grow up to become the man or woman that you made them to be in the first place. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, 11 pro-lifers face charges in Tennessee. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin and not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Daily Wire, who confirms 11 pro-life protesters are now either guilty or being found guilty, could be sentenced to up to 11 years in jail. Why? For peaceful protesting outside of an abortion clinic. Daily Wire confirms out of the 11 now, six of the pro-life protesters were found guilty last week Tuesday on double charges of conspiracy and violating the FACE Act, Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, is now being strictly enforced by the Biden administration, who has a special 
prosecuting unit inside of the FBI to go after pro-lifers who are protesting these kind of events. Uh, this one concerned a Tennessee abortion facility and the protest event back in 2021. Six of the 11 now face up to 10.5 years in prison. A seventh defendant, Carolyn Davis, was also charged but escaped harsh sentencing by turning against her friends. And four more of those individuals, bringing seven up to 11, were charged only with the FACE Act violations. Here are some of their names. Eva Edel, 87 years old, a Holocaust survivor who has been a guest on our show. Eva Zastro, James Zastro, Eldon, <clears throat> sorry, uh, Paul Place, and the six facing the harshest sentences now include a friend of mine that I've met when I protested with him, Chet Gallagher of Tennessee, Carolyn, I'm sorry, Coleman Boyd of Mississippi, Heather Adoni of Michigan, already in jail now, Cal Zastro of Michigan, gonna be guest on our show soon, we'll talk about this, Paul Vaughn of Tennessee and Dennis Green of Virginia. All six defendants were found guilty on both counts, conspiracy and the FACE Act. They're expected to be sentenced in July, but the pro-life activists were accused by the Joe Biden Justice Department of violating the civil rights of women who were trying to kill their children by simply peacefully protesting in a hallway outside of a Mount Juliet abortion clinic on March 5 of 2021. On the day in question, according to Daily Caller, a group of demonstrators gathered on the second floor of an office building in the hallway outside of the Carafem Health Center Clinic, the child killing clinic. So they didn't even go inside the clinic. They're sitting out in the hallway, sitting on the floor, presumably, and praying and singing hymns and urging women who show up not to get abortions. The first six defendants were found guilty on both counts. They're expected to be sentenced in July. Not only could they face up to 10.5 years in prison, but three years of supervised release and fines of up to a quarter million dollars could also be levied. Just one violation of the FACE Act charge could result in one year in prison and a $10,000 fine for the other four who are not guilty of two crimes. The verdict was delivered on the fifth day of the trial, which took place at the Fred Thompson Courthouse in Nashville, and the case was overseen by Judge Aleda Trauger, a Democrat-appointed judge appointed to the court in 1998 by then-President Bill Clinton. One of the government's key witnesses, as I said, was Carolyn Davis, a pro-life protester herself who was arrested at the same day with the group of, at the health clinic. But during her testimony, she flipped sides. She testified against her friends, claiming that she had a change of heart about attending the event and that her rational side was in the toilet that day. And she said she later changed her mind over time and it was terrifying to have been indicted by the federal government. That's the news, or thanks to Daily Wire. So Carolyn Davis, like Judas Iscariot, right? 
afraid of the Roman soldiers who were going to arrest all of y'all. So instead she, for 30 pieces of silver, turned against her friends. She could have just remained silent. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. If they're killing children behind closed doors and the government won't step in to open the doors and stop the child killing, isn't it up to somebody, maybe the prophets of the group, to listen to the Spirit of God and speak on behalf of the children? Not in a violent way. They didn't hurt anybody. They sat in the hallway and sang Christian hymns. And now they're going to jail for that? Joe Biden, we discern on you, sir, the demonic spirit of persecution of God's prophets. The Bible says this in John 10.10, the thief, Satan, does not come except to steal and kill and destroy. That's what was happening inside that clinic. Satan was in there killing and stealing and destroying the children. But I have come, said Jesus, that you might have life. Jesus is pro-life and that you might have it more abundantly. Let's pray, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for the 11 who are sentenced, uh, or 10 plus the betrayer. Father, we pray for each one of them to have a moment of reflection and to feel the peace and, and presence of God in the midst of their persecution, that they will know um, God's approval. Even if man disapproves, Father, we pray that you will reward them in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take a short break. A school turns a girl into a boy without mom's consent. Celebrate the new year. We're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. 
Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from Daily Wire, who reports, a school has turned a girl into a boy without mom's consent. Daily Wire confirms a New York school district dared to socially transition a girl without her mother's consent, repeatedly then lying to the mother about the child's mental health and social struggles. According to a new lawsuit filed by Alliance Defending Freedom, Jennifer Vitsoxi of New York filed a lawsuit last Wednesday against the Scandalese Central School District and Board of Education, accusing the school board and the members of violating her constitutional right to parent her daughter through their deception campaign and social transitioning campaign to turn their 12-year-old daughter, Jane, into a boy. The lawsuit, filed in New York District for the Northern District of New York, Scandalese, New York, I'm sorry, Scandiatalese, I gotta say that right, the people up there will be upset with me. Where the school district is located is about 22 miles southwest of Syracuse. Kate Anderson, one of the Christian attorneys with ADF, said the following, quote, Parents have the right to direct the upbringing and education of their kids, and they cannot fulfill those responsibilities when schools hide information from them and make critical decisions that can have lifelong consequences for their child. So this case is important to ensure that all parents can have the information they need to do what is best for their kids, end quote. Uh, the girl, the 12-year-old girl, Jane, had to adapt to a new culture, including learning how to go back to school each day, speaking primary English instead of Greek, because her family came over from Greece and her father's job frequently required him to travel out of the country. So here's mom and daughter learning English in New York. The little girl's having anxiety, and someone in the school decides to tell her that she's a boy but doesn't tell the mom. The mom, Jennifer, is, is concerned. Something's wrong with my daughter. She's going to school, but when she comes home, she has exhibiting signs of anxiety, depression, occasionally refusing to leave home. No, 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 mom, I can't go back to that school. They're doing things to me there. Well, the mother is concerned about this. She goes and asks the school district employees, have you been noticing anything troubling about my daughter? But the school board and the, and the officials in school, the teachers say, no, no, nothing to see here, your daughter's fine. Well, the legal complaint proves the conspiracy. It says, quote, those repeated reassurances concealed the truth. While school officials kept telling Mrs. Vitsaki, <laughs> let, let's, let's uh, pronounce it the Greek way. It sounds Japanese to me, okay, anyway. That there was nothing to report, nothing to see here, ma'am. <clears throat> a school counselor was regularly meeting with 
her daughter and peers to address ongoing bullying being suffered by Jane and the other girls in the group. Worse than that, the complaint said, the district began treating Jane as though she were a boy, just as it had done in several other, to several other girls in the grade. Wait a minute, they're turning multiple girls into boys at this school? But no one told the mother, Jennifer, that the district had made any of the decisions or taken any of the actions. Her lawsuit continues, quote, and they repeatedly said everything was fine, all while treating Jane as a boy and sending her resources for medical transition behind Jennifer's back, end quote. Okay, my apologies to Miss Vitsaksaki and the, peop the good people of Scaniatalese for mispronunciating your names. But even worse than what I'm doing, right? Uh, they're treating a little girl as if she's a boy. And they're causing this little child uh, of Christian parentage, right? They're treating the child as if, well, here's how Jesus described it in Matthew 18. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, watch out teachers, watch out administrators. It'd be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you'd be drowned in the depths of the sea. Not my words. Those are the words of Jesus. Take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted. You want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray in Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor when you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the Monthly Pledge Sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, you can pronounce Klingenschmidt because it's so easy, it rolls right off the tongue. And you can visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org to learn more about me, Dr. Chaps. Or you can donate. Would you please support us with a financial gift? The Bible says this in 1 Chronicles 29. The people rejoiced for they offered willingly because with a loyal heart, they offered willingly to the Lord. God loves a cheerful giver. Would you please donate at PrayInJesusName.org? 
If you need prayer, call us today at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.